This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Throughout the nation and around the globe, from his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live on the radio. Here on the Contact Talk Radio Network, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear James Live. Express yourself, power of prayer. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. And, you know, I love Wednesdays with all of you. I love the Express Yourself series where I'm taking your calls live and giving you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Um, It's an honor and a privilege for me. And as I always say, have the courage to call in and hear what the universe has to say. The phone number, the lines are open. And I do have my first two callers holding, Christina and Eddie. So just hold tight there for a minute as I open the show and I will get to you. Um, And because today's show is really powerful. It's the power of prayer. It's the, um, the act of understanding our communication with a higher source that, um, keep the phone call. The the lines are open. We're going to keep taking the calls and I'm going to keep giving out, um, free readings to first time callers that call in. So by all means, throughout the hour, continue to call in. The the phone number is 877-230-3062. And if not you, encourage a family member, a friend, a colleague, whatever it is. If you, if you feel the calling to, to move that forward and have them call, call in. Um, again, today is Express Yourself, the Power of Prayer. And before I go to my first caller, I just want to say prayer is so innate. It is an act of faith and gratitude. That is the way I see prayer. And prayer is energy. It's in the form of communication. It is when we express ourselves in prayer. And whether that's communal or individual, whether it's audible or inaudible, whether it's actionary, there are so many ways by which you can express yourself in prayer. And it's your energy, it's your higher self, your energy communing with spirit with whatever deity if you believe in god or allah or buddha or no entity just a higher being a higher place it's your connectivity it's your awareness and connectivity your relationship your communing with a higher spirit that's so vitally important because it's a two-way street for me and we're going to come into this after i take my callers because i don't want to leave them holding but Something that we need to understand is that prayer is always somewhat viewed as a one-way street, and I truly believe it's a true a two-way street. We must speak, so to speak, when we when we pray, but we we must also listen, because in order for our prayers to be answered or to be heard, they're heard without without uh, judgment, without limitation. But in order for us to hear the reply, we must listen. So it's the power of prayer. I'm going to go into this much more in depth. Um, 
but I want to go to my first caller, Christina from Missouri. Hello, Christina. Hi, Chris. Uh, hi, James. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Very good. It's the power of prayer. I'm like, woo, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, well, what's what's going on? You're we're in Missouri. May I ask where? Do you mind? Um, it's like in mid Missouri, sort of in a rural town. Got it. Okay. Well, I have family in uh, in a very rural, small area of Missouri, so it's uh, I know it well. But uh, but go ahead. Tell me what's going on. Tell me what's happening. So I have been either partially employed or unemployed for the last year now, and I've really been doing some work um, exploring my career options and. Um, relocating, both looking at that both in meditation and also just through more traditional means, like looking online, applying for jobs, things like that. Um, just really trying to find a better fit for me from what I was doing. And I've seen like a few cities in California during meditation, and I've applied for several jobs and also tried networking through colleagues, but nothing has really materialized yet, which is inconsistent with most of my past experiences. Um, and I'm just starting to feel frustrated because they can't really afford to move, um, you know, until I have a job or even visit places to look for jobs. And I'm just not sure if I'm going to be able to find a, long, a job through long distance means. And I'm just sort of, I'm out of money and I'm out of ideas. So I'm wondering if you, what you see in terms of my career and relocating and maybe some concrete steps that I could take just to, to move forward or get more in the flow with some of my issues. Well, a lot of, yes, a lot of great things. Uh, and I'm writing something down really quickly as it, cause it was coming into me. That's the, uh, um, Gladys Knight in the Pips was coming to me. And it's, it's her song on that midnight train to Georgia. Mm-hmm. So what that means to me and what I'm hearing is a couple of things. One is you have to remove the limitation and lack. You made some comments. Where you're saying I'm, I'm, you know, I'm out of money, I'm out of time, I'm out of money, I'm out of options, and so because you see yourself in that way, that's exactly what you're getting. Okay. And I understand that you mean it in a literal sense per se, but right. but literally what you have to look at is when they want you to change, when the universe wants you to change, they sometimes bring about if we haven't been listening and I'm getting the feeling I just got a little tingle there I'm like <laughs> that you weren't listening before you wrote out the last gig way too long yes <laughs> yes yeah okay it just hit me really hard and they tingle and I'm like oh she stayed well past the expiration date <laughs> um because to, I'm gonna give it to you Christina the way I get it you got a little cheeky a little uh all too important Mm-hmm. Yes? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess I'm trying to understand exactly well, what, that, what that means. Well, in other words, by staying, you basically said you got a little arrogant. Even if you didn't do it externally, you got a little arrogant in your um, I know best. You... You had very strong feelings that you were supposed to leave this job a long time ago, the one that you had, mm-hmm. and, and you ignored that, yeah. and, they, and they kept hitting you, you know, they kept giving you signals, mm-hmm. and you kept kind of, you know, for lack of better words, thumbing your nose 
even though it's not a literal act per se, it's a, it's an internal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I know that, but I'm just going to stretch this out. You know, I'm going to, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of did the yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that, do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I was trying to see it through is it was like a, a two year position and other people had left and I knew that I should leave, but I didn't want to quit, you know, what I had set out to do. So I just wanted to get it finished and thought that it would take me to the next place, but it's taken me nowhere. Right. It took you out. Yeah. So that's one of the biggest things that you have to, in order to move forward and in order to really, because they want you to get this lesson and, and you, you know, they, they tried to give it to you in a, in a lighter way <laughs> and you chose the harder road. And so this isn't about you not being capable or not having credentials or not um, not being uh, desirable, hireable, all of those good things. This is about you understanding a lesson of learning and listening. When it's you've got to listen. It's it's what I had said. You know, when we pray, you know, power of prayer. When we pray and we say, you know, I'm doing everything. What else can I do? They're sending back to you, listen. So you're Which not. I feel like I've started to get, but now I don't. I'm not in a position to sort of practice that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like uh, I'm not really in a place are. where I need to leave. I just actually need to get to a place. <laughs> so you but, know. But it's, it doesn't matter. That it's a it's a fundamental principle. Ask and listen. Okay. Ask and listen. It doesn't pertain just to your job. This is a life. It's fundamental in life. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying right now is you're probably in one of the, for lack, I mean, it's all relative and, and it's, it's uh, through the lens by which we look. But you feel right now like you're probably in one of your worst positions ever. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. so you're sitting there and so you're, you're very contracted in. You, you know, you pulled in on yourself. And what they're saying to you is, don't become the lesson, transcend it. I always say that to people. Okay. So don't become the lack, transcend it. Mm-hmm. And the way you transcend it is you have to listen. You have to open up now and say, okay, I can see now that I didn't listen all the times because they give you a lot of warning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I don't mean to laugh, Christina. No, but they're I like, feel the same they're like ah, we gave her a lot of chances. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you chose a different path and that's okay. You chose and, and perhaps your soul needed to really learn it, to really feel it so that you wouldn't take it um, so cavalierly mm-hmm. because it's about you moving yourself forward. So, you have all the abundance in the world. There is no punishment. This isn't a lesson of punishment. It's always a lesson of learning and evolving. So there's, there's no mistakes. It's always you've, you've chosen perfectly. So just realize that you've got it. What they said to me when you were speaking at the very beginning at the top of the hour was open the floodgates. You've got to open your floodgates. You're too contracted. You're too restricted. And what does that look like? Openness, freedom that you, you have in, in less than, you know, 10 minutes on the air with me, you have told me how you have nothing. You have no options. You have no ability to do anything. You can't get anywhere. Those are all no's. Those are all contractions. 
you have to literally open the floodgates and say, okay, universe, got the lesson. I'm hearing you. I need to listen. Tell me what I need to do. Which I do feel like that's the last couple of months. It's sort of what I've been doing, been saying, been feeling, been thinking. But I just still am unclear about, okay, so I've accepted this. I, I recognize that I, you know, didn't listen to my intuition and didn't pay attention to the signs. And I'm ready to move forward. Like, I feel it. I'm ready to make that leap. But I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what step, you know. Right. And, and that's what I'm, I'm um, hoping to articulate here is it's an internal, it's something that's going to click in you internally. In order to move, you're looking externally. What's the next move? I'm ready. I feel it. I see what I've done. And you're looking externally. Don't stop doing that for a second. Okay. Retrain yourself to look internally and say, and this is going to be very funny. It's going to be as literal and simple as you could say, tell me what to do. And they might, and you might get this answer back of go for a walk. Now, you may ask yourself and say, what do you mean go for a walk? How's that going to help me get a job? But if that walk leads you to see something beautiful along the way, and that opens the floodgates, it starts opening you up internally, you start seeing beauty, you start seeing peace, you start seeing abundance, you start then feeling those things, that starts opening your floodgates, that opens it up, that's going to open you up. Then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, now what? Now it's going to be read, you know, pick up, pick up the paper or look, and they're going to start guiding you. It's going to be call this friend or you're going to you're going to think about somebody or, a, you know, like a, an old contact or, you know, acquaintance or something. And the phone's going to ring. And you're going to be, oh, I was just thinking about you. You're going to start moving yourself. You're, you're looking externally for ways to fix what needs to manifest itself internally. It's got to be an inward job out. You follow me? Yes, I get that. Okay. And then, literally, this midnight train to Georgia is somehow... Just take by taking these small steps and by saying to yourself, I got the lesson and I'm limitless. I have all the abundance I need. And then marry that with action of where do I really want to be? If, if you're wanting to move, which I feel like you really are, and I feel that you're going to move, you don't want to move just anywhere because you're going to repeat the mistake if you choose just anything. Mm-hmm. You want to say, where have I always really wanted to go? And then you could easily put out, cost you nothing other than time and, and some energy. You put out a, a uh, an email or a, a, you know, a very heartfelt letter or something to your, your, uh, your friend base, your colleague base, your acquaintance base. Does anybody know? Is anybody in the position to help me? And that simple act, which is, it's a very humble act, you know, it, it will, it's humility. And 
and they're saying that you you know you need they're gonna they're gonna offer you a little a humble pie because they need you to really get the lesson. I would say to you, you're probably even going to be tested, Christina, that tested in the form of this com- something will come along and it won't be the right thing. And you're going to and you're going to have to make the decision of waiting just a little bit longer to, to prove to yourself that you're worthy of what you really want versus continuing down the same path. Mm-hmm. You follow me? Yes. So that's what you, you know, that's what's really going on is that you want to open up. You're too contracted. You've had to learn, you've, you know, you've chosen to learn this very tough lesson. And they're saying to you, okay, you're, you're, you're turning the corner. You're showing us that you're, you're moving in the right direction. It's the little things that cost you nothing that you can do in great ways. Wallace D. Waddles. There's a book on DearJames.com. If you go, it's written by Wallace D. Waddles. It's the trilogy. It was written 104 years ago, and it is as prevalent and current today as it was 104 years ago. And his whole premise is that do great things in great ways right where you are. And those actions, so sending out a letter, a very heartfelt letter asking for help is a great, a great thing a great act in a great way, right where you are. Okay. That will then propel you because now you've put that energy, that heartfelt, humble energy out to your network and, and out to the universe, quite frankly. And thereby, you're going to start to see things come in. You're going to start being, you've placed yourself then on your, your friends and acquaintances and colleagues' um, radar. That starts, because you're kind of operating right now as, as an island unto your own. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're banging your head going, it's not happening, it's not happening. No, because the other part is, if that all came about just on your own, then you're really not listening. And this is, a, this is an act, a lesson of listening. Because you, you're very conscious of it. You're very conscious of the fact that you didn't listen. Yeah. So this is now... So the flip side of that is, oh, now I have to really listen. Okay. You see what I mean? So yeah. we're gonna so start doing that. I mean, I'm gonna contact you after the show and we'll do our private thirty minute consultation. And okay. just remember, between now and then, listen, great acts in great ways, right where you are. And great acts can be the simplest thing. It can be the walk, it can be a letter, it can be a just quiet meditation, listening. Those are all things that you can do right where you are that will propel you forward because then you're listening. You're really listening. And, and you more than others, it's very interesting. It's a very strong, um, it's a life lesson is what they're saying to me. This one's a little bit tougher um, because you're, what I'm getting is your soul really wanted to learn this lesson. It's very, very strong for me with you that you really wanted to learn the lesson of listening. Um, and listening meaning the connectivity between your soul here and source. Mm-hmm. And thereby, when you really kind of surrender yourself, which is empowering, you surrender yourself and you listen, you let them drive 
your entire life, your world opens up. And so this mm-hmm. is a very deep lesson for you. It's a soul lesson that you really wanted to learn. Um, you just happened to, <laughs> you know, you just happened to say, you know, I'm going to go for the gusto. I'm going to really <laughs> learn the lesson, you know, um, because, okay. you know, yeah, you, you, you know, I, uh, we've all been there. Trust me. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not alone in that. We've all been there. Um, so, but we'll go into a lot more of this when I speak to you privately and, and everything, but thank you so much, Christina, for calling thank in today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're absolutely welcome. I'll be back in touch after the show. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So you're listening to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. Today's topic is the power of prayer. And you need not be on topic to call in. So again, it's anything that you want to talk about from the universe. Um, please do so. Please call in. Have the courage to call in. The phone lines are open. It's 877-230-3062. We'll be back right after this break. To be more consciously enlightened is innate. Do you feel there's more to life? If so, find the resource that's right for you by going to dearjames.com slash resources. You are the reality you create. Make it a great one. When you ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, They seek to communicate with you to provide the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. From serious to silly, monumental to mundane, there's nothing the universe can't cover. Maybe the insight you receive is exactly the affirmation you were looking for. Then again, it may just give you a whole new perspective on things. And that's the beauty of the universe. Submit your question to Dear James at DearJames.com and click Ask. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. Today's topic, power of prayer. 
And again, just reminding everyone um, that the phone lines are open. Call in. Don't wait to the last minute. We always say this. Don't wait to the last five minutes and then hope I can tell you what the universe has to say in one minute. <laughs> so the phone lines are open. It's 877-230-3062. I know that uh, Didi was calling in from work. So Didi, if you're able to call back in, um, please do so so that we can take your call live. But I want to go back um, in the meantime, go back and talk about the power of prayer. And prayer, of course, prayer has been here since the dawn of time. Um, It is our communication, our energy with source. It's how we have a relationship with the divine. And of course, uh, you know, from a religious standpoint, um, the Bible and the Torah and many other um, biblical reference or uh, religious references, excuse me, often quote the reference of prayer. It is innate in us. It has been here Um, throughout the ages. And so when you look at the understanding or the definition of prayer as an invocation or act that seeks to activate a rapport with a deity, an object of worship, or a spiritual entity through deliberate communication. And I thought, you know, in certain ways, that's a very um, sterile description. Of course, it comes from a dictionary. It's sterile. But really what we're saying is that it is a deliberate communication. And that that is very important to understand that it is it need not come in a religious based um, wrapper, if you will. Prayer is universal, and yes, by all means, it is it is very much a part of religion, and you and it can be very methodical and devout um, when you look at the Middle East cultures and so forth, and they pray three and four and five times a day. It is very, very methodical and devout. Um, it can also be re- restricted that only certain people are allowed to vote. And this is from a religious-based uh, viewpoint. But other religions, and of course from a spiritual place, a spirituality-based belief system, prayer is fluid. It's unrestricted. It's open to all. Because it is innate within us. Prayer is our our communication with the divine, with the higher being, a higher source. And an interesting component of that is, does prayer really work? When I went to the break, you know, Barb said, do you have examples of prayer? And the interesting thing about that is, and I said to her, yes. And because I believe for myself, when I look at prayer and, and my parents, uh, we were not particularly religious, if you will. We went to church and and so forth, um, but we were always raised and taught that we were able to have our own conversation with God or with our higher source, um, and that that was innate within us. That was inherent. It was innate, and we could do it anywhere at any time, and that it need not de- be dependent upon the four walls of a church or a synagogue or Um, a temple or whatever it may be that we could be anywhere. We could be sitting in our car and pray or have that conversation with God or a higher source. And so that's important for, for people to understand is because I think sometimes we forget or we wrap 
this communication, this energy of prayer, we wrap it in the requirement that we must be in a religious structure in order for it to be heard or for it to be valued or for it to be um, to be uh, how do I want to say this to be accepted and and I firmly believe that that's not the case. I believe that it's one of many ways, and that when we seek prayer, when we seek this conversation, it's our soul, our higher self of our soul, communing again with the higher, our, uh, the higher source uh, in God or Allah or Buddha, or just higher source energy. And thereby, it's a communication. It's a two-way street, which I said before. And thereby, it's an exchange. And prayer is dependent upon a few examples or requirements, I would say. When we look at God or higher source, we understand that this being must be omnipotent, meaning all-powerful. Because in order to grant, to hear our prayer and grant something, if you will, one must be all-powerful, meaning God or higher source must be all-powerful. It must also be omnibenevolent, all-loving, because prayer is on the condition that there is a loving higher source, higher entity, that it's all loving. It wants the best for us. It must also be omniscient, all-knowing. We, I often say, we know little. God knows all. Source knows all. And so in order to hear every prayer, every facet of every prayer from every culture and every religion and every faith-based or, or spiritually-based and every creed, every sexuality, it, source must be all-knowing. And then it must be eminent. Source must be active. Because in order for us to believe in prayer... We have to see results. We have to see the, the effects, if you will, of our requests. And the interesting thing about prayer is that you see people, and I, and I remember this growing up, and that so many times people would only pray in a moment of crisis. And the rest of the time they just went about their daily lives and their, their existence. And again, because it, it filtered into or segmented into, well, I can only do it if it's this way. And I can only do it if I go to this establishment on this Sunday or on this moment of time. And so they didn't have these communications on a regular basis. They didn't. And prayer is communication. It's energy. I said that earlier. So you come to realize that in order for us to believe in prayer... It needs to be omnipotent. The source needs to be omnipotent, omnibenevolent, omniscient, and imminent. And then we have a belief structure that this communication, this prayer, is then going to be heard. And it's going to be heard in a loving manner. And it's going to be all-knowing. And it's going to be active. It's going to be all-powerful. And so that's what 
prayer somewhat hinges on is this belief. And when you then believe that and you place it into action, prayer then starts to become innate in you. It's already been innate in you, but the practice of it becomes innate. Because then you realize, and you can see, again, going back to Barb's comment, you can see prayer being um, realized, is the word, in small ways or great ways. It can be done in the smallest thing, a parking space. And people use prayer. You know, oh, I, hope, I pray to be on work, to get to work on time. I pray, and they'll say it out loud. Oh, I pray to get a good parking space. And boom, there's one. Now, you can call that coincidence. You can call that synchronicity. Or you can say that it was a prayer answered immediately. And it seems as though when we come to large-scale prayer, crisis prayer, um, acts of humanity, prayer that are involving acts of humanity, that because of the scope and the size, we don't always see the benefit or the result, the action of it. But I want to uh, I want to share with you a, a, um, a story that I read. It was with um, in a book that Shirley MacLaine had written, and I may have shared this with you in another episode. But it's it's one that sticks in my mind so much because prayer is also to me like meditation. Again, it's a it's when you release everything that's around you from kind of an earth plane, if you will. It's all of our ego and our anxieties and our fears and all of these things happening to us. And it's, you know, happening to us. We're creating them. So we're creating it. So it's a suspension of our creation because we're creating all of this stuff um, in our life. And so all of a sudden, in a meditative state or in a prayer state, we suspend that. And we really sink in and communicate with source. And in this particular example, um, she was in a ballroom doing uh, seminars and a seminar, a large scale seminar. There was roughly, I think, a thousand participants. And the, um, the electricity and everything started to go off in the ballroom. The, the air conditioning shut down and so forth. And she went out and she said, oh, what's going on? And and they said, oh, oh there's a, a water main break, um, and, and it's causing problems on the block and so forth. And she said, oh, okay, well, when I come back, we're going to meditate on this. And actually, it was just a flickering of the lights at that point. I, um, and so she came back after their break, and she said to everybody, let us, you know, let us pray and meditate on correcting this break in the water line. And so they collectively, imagine a thousand individuals, start meditating, if you will, and praying on, focusing on the resolution of this water line, this broken water main. And at that point, a, a few minutes into this and so forth, she then, all of a sudden, that's when the lights went out, the air conditioning went out, everything kind of came to a screeching halt. And they finished their meditation, their prayer. And she went out and she said, so what's happening now? And he said, and the gentleman that she had spoken to said, well, it's the funniest thing. The water, the surging water from the broken main somehow just stopped. It's not running into the street as it was before, but now it's flooding the basement of the hotel. So it's killing it. It's taking out all of the generators and everything. 
And she walked back and she said, oh, okay, thank you. And she walked back in and she said, I had this profound realization that the power of prayer, the power of meditation is so strong that we have to be very conscious of how we use it because it does affect natural elements. It's energy. So that's something that when you look at prayer, whether it's on a grand scale or whether you look at it as though it's, the, it's your prayers in the evening, it is energy. And when we come back after the break, I want to talk about the power of words in our prayers, the power of our thoughts and our intentions, the power of free will, and the sovereignty of self, and how the, your prayers can never run counter to the will or life journey of another, because that's in- incredibly important. So when we come back, you're listening to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. It is Express Yourself, Tell It Like It Is, and then hear what Dear James has to say, and it's the power of prayer. We'll be back after this break. Available for private, individual, group, and corporate consultations, Dear James will provide you with the intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Schedule your consultation by going to www.dearjames.com and click on Consultation. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. When you ask a question, the universe hears you. And in a multitude of ways, they communicate to you the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. Ask Dear James a question and experience the magic of the universe. Visit DearJames.com and click Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear James Live. Express yourself, tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. The power of prayer. So again, if you've been sitting idly by waiting to call in, have the courage to call in live. Phone number is 877-230-3062. So he's a safe place here with Dear James, and uh, the universe is waiting to speak with you. Power of prayer in Express Yourself. 
we express ourselves all the time with the power of prayer, individually, collectively, I mean, universally, the act of prayer is powerful. It is so powerful. Um, it's, it's the interesting thing that when we think about collective prayer, it's immense. I mean, if you have ever seen a candlelight vigil, it literally gives you goosebumps because the energy of that moment is palpable. You can feel it. And so it's to understand that when we pray and we have this communication with higher source that our words our thoughts and our intentions matter and a lot of times i and i was uh i did this many 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 times or many for many years until i changed it is that uh my prayer would always be that i was asking for things if you will initially and then i realized that much more powerful in prayer was to express my gratitude for all of the things that I have and for those things that were yet to come. That by changing my request, if you will, to a, to a place of gratitude, and it's genuine, it has to be a heartfelt, genuine expression, that that somehow was more nourishing. It somehow was more fulfilling for me. And so I found when I give thanks, when I pray, when my prayers are based on gratitude and appreciation, that is a form of abundance. And it's a form of expectation if it has not already occurred. And so that is profoundly powerful. And so words matter. And so we need to be very, very mindful of our words in our prayers. And we also need to understand that there's a in praying together. Um, there's a quote where when you, when you involve a friend, um, two people praying invites the third. And that third can be, of course, source, God, Buddha, Allah, whatever it may be. And, and or it's the next person. It's the next soul that you've invited in. And so there's great power in communal praying, where there's more than one, but it's equivalent. One prayer, one person, one prayer is just as powerful, and there's nothing too great or too small to pray about. As I said, you know, the parking, you know, oh, can I, you know, I pray to have a good parking spot. You know, that's fairly mundane, and yet it's a prayer. It's a form of prayer. Um, Prayer is a deliberate conscious act. We have to be engaged. And that was the interesting thing is that people don't, we, we don't always realize that we're being, that it requires this consciousness. We just kind of do it or we don't. And that then, however, when we stop to say, did something inspire me at this moment to pray? Did something happen to where I pray? Those are all forms of expressing yourself. They're vital. They're important. They resonate through you. And there was, a, there was a statement in, I was reading online, and it said, prayer is for our benefit. And I thought to myself, hmm, I don't, I don't believe that. 
I, I don't believe that it's solely for our benefit. I believe that the power of prayer is universal. It's, it's of the benefit of all. Because even if our prayer is for ourselves, it's between ourselves and source. That communication opens us up. Like my first caller, Christina, when you start listening, when we start opening ourselves up and we start listening, we become more fluid, more adaptive, more light, more loving, more open. Her interactions then will affect those that she's interacting with. And you've watched it when someone comes along and they're just humming, they're vibrating, and it's contagious. And if everyone shares the power of prayer, then it's not solely for our benefit. It's universal. And I believe, as I said before, it's, it's a two-way street. So source must be rejoicing when we communicate. Because for us to not communicate is to be cut off, to be limited, to operate in unconsciousness or lack. So, so even if it's a prayer where we're angry and we're screaming and, you know, it's over the, the, the loss of a loved one or the illness of a loved one and, and it comes in a crisis prayer, there is still a form of rejoicing taking place because we're communicating with our creator, with our, our source. I said earlier that prayer... I think a, a major component of prayer is that it's authentic. To, to merely pray um, is, there's an old-fashioned term, it's called paying lip service. Um, if, if the depth of, the, of your, if it's not emotive, let me put it that way. If your prayer is not emotive, meaning it's authentic and you're feeling the emotions of it and the expression of it, and whether that's joy, sorrow, fear, anger, it's to be authentic, it's to be emotive. And that's vitally important because, again, it's energy. What energy are we putting forth? And if, in lack of better words, if we're proselytizing, if we're just praying to pray, um, it's a very stagnant energy. It's a very um, limiting energy. And so you want to be mindful that the power of prayer in expressing yourself is emotive. It comes from you, and you feel it. Um, prayer is strength and empowerment. I literally, before I do the show each, each uh, week, um, I have a moment. I stop, and I have a prayer. Because I find that when I summon all of the universe and say, I'm coming, I'm here, I'm, I'm ready to be the vessel, I'm going to be live on the air, I'm going to follow your lead. That, that that form of prayer for me calms me and allows me to do what I do and brings forth a request that all those that need to hear it are listening, that all those that need to call in are calling in, that all those deriving benefit are present and accounted for. And so that's my form of prayer for the show, and it's very powerful for me um, because it gives me peace and stillness. It's very rich. Um, and again, that's expansive. 
So it opens me up to, okay, I'm ready for anything because I know they're there with me. I know the universe and God and the source, higher source, is there. Um, there's, a, there's a statement in the Bible that says, in quietness and trust is your strength. And so, again, to realize that prayer is empowerment. So, and this express yourself is all about empowerment. All of, of Dear James is about empowering yourself to move yourself forward, to find your way through, over, around, under, but to find it and work from an inside place, work inwardly out to transcend all of our lessons that we've chosen in this lifetime as opposed to becoming them. That's powerful stuff. Prayer is powerful stuff. I love prayer. It's interesting. And, and I speak of prayer from a, a spiritual place. Again, I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not overtly religious in that. I'm very spiritually based. And I find the power of prayer to be immense. Um, it, it's a staple of my existence. Um, prayer is celebrated. It's, uh, there's the, the whole point of the edible prayer, if you will, um, meaning that prayer is celebrated both in feast and fasting. And so when you give thanks for all that you have, when you give thanks, and again, here it is, gratitude in prayer, we give thanks. We, we have feasts and fasts in, as parts of our religion and in parts of our society and our social um, celebrations and so forth that prayer plays this role because we're giving thanks for the abundance that we have or for the cleanliness that we have. So, let me also bring on, I have um, a dear friend calling in from Central America, so I'd like to bring Pam on. Hello, Pam. Hi, James. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Very well. Listen, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt, but, you know, I was just so fascinated by what you were talking about that I, if you don't mind, I just wanted to add... I know that some of your uh, callers and listeners had had the question about are there any real examples of the power of prayer. And for those who are Christians, I wanted to say that there are numerous examples of how of prayer being answered. Like when Peter was in prison and he prayed that, you know, somehow, some way he would be released, and an angel came to him and he was released. So if, you know, for those people who are out there who are listening who happen to be Christians, there are numerous examples of prayers being answered in the Bible. The other thing I wanted to say very quickly was that I, too, like you, I pray every day, but I have changed the way I pray because I used to, and I think most people do this, I used to pray and ask for things. And now when I pray, I pray out of gratitude because I feel, I feel that when we pray in, a, in the mode that we're asking for things, that's coming from lack. You know, I don't have enough right. money, so please give me a raise. Um, I haven't studied. Please help me get a good grade at school. But, you know, when we come from lack, that's fear-based. And so instead of that, I pray now in gratitude 
uh, I was sitting next to a man on the airplane who was scared to death when we started getting into some turbulence. And he started praying uh, that his life be saved. And I said, instead of asking for that, you're coming from a place because you're afraid. Instead, start praying from gratitude. Thank God that you have this airplane to ride in. Thank God that you're going to land safely. Thank God for the wonderful home you'll be, you'll be arriving at and the cozy bed you'll be sleeping in. Always pray from a point of gratitude because gratitude is love-based. And I think that, you know, God appreciates our gratitude and it more readily answers our prayers. That's, that's just kind of a feeling I have. So I wanted to interject that thought for your other listeners. No, absolutely. And that's, that's why I said, I think, as you've said, and, and we're coming down to the last three minutes of the show, but, you know, from a Christian standpoint and from a spiritual standpoint, there are numerous examples of prayer being answered. And of course, from those from a Christian standpoint, they're well documented in the Bible and and, and other uh, books of re, of religious nature and so forth, the Torah and so forth. And so, I mean, there's and gratitude, as I said earlier in the show, gratitude is uh, you and I shared the uh, the exact same uh, expression, which is pray in gratitude because it is the abundant based mechanism by which I think um, prayers are answered much faster. Um, because perhaps we answer them ourselves because we are experiencing that abundance and it's an immediate uh it's an immediate reaction it's an immediate appreciation that transfers us our energy to a place of yes it's already happened um so i i love you as always pam i thank you so much for calling in and sharing your power of prayer and uh, I know that you're going to be coming up on on a show here in the future with me again so on on healing energy so that's going to be very exciting. So hold tight for me, Pam. I'll talk to you after the show. Okay. Today has, all right. Thank you so much. Um, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So today has been Express Yourself, Power of Prayer. And again, the power of prayer is immense. It is innate. It is a conversation with yourself and a higher source. And it's a two-way street. So express yourself by the power of prayer and be authentic in your deliverance of that prayer. And I will see you next week. As I always say, I'm going to leave you with my closing thought. No matter where you are or whom you're with or what you're doing, wrap yourself in goodness. Carol Rittberger is up at the top of the hour. And tomorrow is a very amazing show with Chris Grosscombe and the Light Institute. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. You've been listening to Dear James Live on the radio with your host, Dear James. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.